0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Daily Energy Newsbeat stand up here on this gorgeous Thursday, August 31st, 2023. As always, I am your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location. Here in Dallas, Texas, joined by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, EnergyNewsBeat.com, Stuart Turley. My man, how we doing today?
1: Yes, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and hey, our numbers are still going off bonkers. Good grief.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um just, you know, it's it's it's, you know, it's only up from zero. So, um we there we only really had one way to go. We appreciate everybody checking us out. Um, we have a packed <laughs> show for you guys today. Here on this Thursday first up on the menu, cruise ship with thousands on board collide with oil tanker, leaving passengers injured. Next up, US offshore wind sector faces key test after week Gulf of Mexico auction. Next up, China's involvement in a mega UK wind farm sparks controversy. All hail the CCP. Then we'll fly over and talk a little bit back home about the energy grid. We've got national energy grid facing summer pressures as market operator calls for, quote, urgent investigation into generation. Mm, Interesting. Excited to hear what that one's about. Not so eco-friendly. Paper straws contain, quote, more forever chemicals than plastic, according to a new study. So all those paper straws, they're killing us. Of course they are. And then finally, oil and gas success in Texas and New Mexico. What does it mean for renewable energies? Stu will then kick it over to me. I will quickly cover what happened in the oil and gas markets today. We did see crude oil inventories drop yesterday. Um, So I will cover all of that and a bag of chips at the end, guys. But first, check us out online, world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. It's where all the news and analysis comes from. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, We, we you know, does a great job and the team does a great job of curating all of our content to make sure it's up to speed with the best energy news possible. Dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. You can email the show questions at energynewsbeat.com. We got a big show though, Stu, so let's kick this off. Where do you want to begin?
1: Hey, let's start with a cruise ship. Michael, uh, have you ever been- been on a cruise yeah i hated it (laughs) i wanted to jump off by the end i'm not a cruise guy Cruise ship with thousands on board collides with an oil tanker, leaving passengers uh, injured. Ugh. My goodness, this sounded like that movie years and years, The Poseidon Adventure. They were 74 mile of winds uh, in Malacora and right outside of Spain. Yep. And 321 uh, guests had to be flown home early as the ship headed back to Sampton, uh. UK, Southampton. Oh, my gosh. He says we were at the stairwell next to the sunset bar. <laughs> a loud crash came in and the door flung open with people running in within seconds. There was more crashing following by chaos as people were trying to uh, escape. I bet you there, there was were-
0: one of those people on that that thought this was a gift from above because they were in the cruise from hell. And now they get flown off early. I bet oh, you there was yeah. at least one person having a bad time. Who
1: got yeah. saved by this? And I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. And um, the Britannia, uh, I thought that was the sister ship to the Titanic that sank as well, too. Never mind. Mm. And uh, following the inspections, uh, one third uh, party surveyor confirmed that one of Britannia's life vest had been substantial structural uh, issues and could not be repaired. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes. So they, even if they did it, they were starting to have it. It was that was bad. Here is one of the funny ones. Uh, we're so sorry, but these extraordinary circumstances means that the ship is required by maritime regulation to return to Southampton with a reduced number of people on board. So they were having to chuck a bunch of people out. And one of the guys said oh, by the way, uh, we want to give you a 20% discount on your next uh, cruise. And the guy goes, not on your life. Nothing was worth me going on another You're going to have cruise. to pay me
0: to go on a cruise. You're going to have to pay me to go on a cruise. Was there no crude oil got spilled, though? So we're
1: good on any spills? No, no, we're good on this uh, crude oil. But uh, I did have a um, a one that I wanted the producer to fly in of a cruise ship coming in of the Energy Newsbeat cruise ship uh, line, and uh, we're not going to do it. So, it takes too much time. What's next? Uh, We're going to the next one here. US offshore wind sector faces key test after weak Gulf auction. Uh, This happens only a few days after the UK's weak auction. Uh, People are burned. Companies are burned. And so let's go through some of this Uh, low interest in the first ever uh, auction offshore wind farm development rights in the Gulf. Joe Biden's green agenda has got a black eye. Here's where the people are really wanting the wind in the Gulf, and that is because of hydrogen plants. They can't get green hydrogen without the wind. Well, Uh, You sit back and kind of go, well, the only way that you're going to be able to put that in is in Texas because we got a lot of wind. But only a single bid of five point six million emerging from the rights to one hundred and two thousand four hundred acres, forty one thousand four hundred and seventy two hectare acres off Louisiana and two others offered no bids at all. It's clear that it's a
0: Germany. It's a German company.
1: Right. But they're coming after R-W-E. the... W E. Yeah, they are coming after the uh, Porculus bill, the Inflation Reduction Act money. So otherwise, it, they wouldn't even have bid on it. Newsbeat tried to put a bid in, but we couldn't. We we We,
0: we, we faxed it too late.
1: No, they didn't like my sarcasm. So... Um anyway total hesitancy was on full display in Tuesday's yep. Gulf auctions 15 companies had been qualified to make the bids including global giant with Equinor Shell and Total Energies they were qualified nobody yeah, did well, one
0: they 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 could have paid me a lot less money to consult and tell them pass. So glad
1: they did this. Let's talk about China. What's next? Oh, you got to love China. And here's where China has got the bricks and uh, Belt and Roads. and they are now trying to even get into the UK with it. It's Anyway, it's kind of funny actually. Uh the Moray West Offshore Wind Farm, Farm Project Wind Farm Project off of Scotland is eight hundred and eighty-two megawatt, consisting of 60 turbines with the potential to serve 1.33 million homes, only 10% of the time because when the wind is blowing, or I'm just kidding, that was that part was a joke. But uh, Alicia Kearns, uh, conservative MP and chair of the Foreign Affairs Select Committee, told City AM that the origins and components for renewable projects was the key problem for the UK as it felt exposed where its strategic v- vulnerabilities line. That's No kidding.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. I'm going to push back a little bit because this then goes down the road because what's her quote farther down here?
1: As we scale up our offshore wind sector, it's imperative we intensify more of the supply chain to make United Kingdom its home. No, no, no. Instead of relying on imports, we
0: should be incentivizing British projects to use British products. What does that sound a lot like? that? What's that act that you love? The Jones Act. Is very similar to this, Stu. And the Jones Act is something you've railed against in the past. This screams anti-free market. Yes.
1: Now, the Jones Act is just a hair different from this. But as as I just said, because she wants it to be built in the UK, but they can't because they don't have any critical mineral. Now-
0: Yes, I know. Well, I agree that I guess what I'm saying is it's hard to set a policy that says you need to build everything with the stuff that you can source locally. Britain's not that big. They're not nope. that big. They're not that lucky. They're going to and go elsewhere.
1: And it's not that easy, Michael, because in the porculous bill, in the Inflation Reduction Act, you also had to hang on. You had President Biden putting all of these things where the car had to be made uh, in the U.S. It had to have X number percent of the battery. It had to be assembled. And there's only like two cars that actually qualify now with all of those restrictions because none of it's made in the U.S. I, I think what, what they're doing is they're taking the wrong tactical approach to what is a larger problem,
0: which I agree with is, I mean, think about this. They have a $100 million Chinese state-owned nuclear facility that's buying out 20% stake in a company. They also right. say that, you know, they've, the, the Chinese firms have come in and invested in the North Sea oil and gas projects. Now they're in here in the wind farms. So there's a broader issue of being too reliant on China. I agree. You should get reliant off China, but don't make bad policy because of that. That's what I'm just warning then up there. Yeah, Because you. the okay, Jones now Act is- I- Horrible.
1: No, absolutely. Bad policy on bad policy equals reeky bad policy. Yeah. Speaking of right. bad policy, let's come to our energy grid. Oh, uh, national energy grid. This is for Australia. National energy grid facing summer pressures as market operator calls for urgent investment in generation. Uh, OK, I, I'm sitting here kind of going the Australian energy market operator, A-M-E-O. That's also a Sesame Street character, AMO. Yep. Uh, has developed a gloomier outlook. Okay, so when you come down here, imminent and urgent investment. Australia is right behind California and Germany for being stupid with their energy policies. They do so much in coal. They've got all of the, they've got nuclear, they've got natural gas out the wazoo, which is a little bit shorter than a wombat. They've got all of this stuff out there, but they they want to keep putting out the uh, wind farms and everything else and put the money into that. It's the same thing that the UK is doing. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah.
0: Well, it's the same thing the UK is doing, and it's the same thing that the U.S. is already seeing. So if you want to learn a lesson from the United States, it's make the investments to keep your infrastructure up before
1: it's too late and before it becomes urgent. Right. Uh, here's uh, here's a quote. After a decade of energy policy chaos, the Albanese government is implementing a overdue policy to reform and deliver cheaper, cleaner, more reliable energy system. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am glad I don't live in Australia. Oh no, no kidding. Uh, you never know when them wombats and them other things. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, uh, I don't need wombats coming to attack me. <laughs> it's the duckbell platypus that is my favorite. Okay, yeah. so you come over here and you go to that not not so eco-friendly. Michael I always I always love it when I walk in. You see these people with either steel straws or you see them with their I bring in my own straw and yep. they got their they've got they mm-hmm. put their straw in their cup with their pinky out and uh, what a bunch of horse hockey. And you sit down and you realize that the new study that was put out on the food additives and contaminants found an evidence of forever chemicals. It's called a PFAS. I'm not even going to try to say what that is. You know, my Oklahoma accent would just butcher it. Polyphoral but alky. Yeah, bless you. And, and so the scientist in Belgium tested 39 straw uh, brand, uh, brands of straw, bamboo, plastic, and stainless steel that are in shops. This is horrible. These eco, uh, these, uh, plant-based straws, because they can be considered an additional source of the PFAS in humans and the environment. This stuff goes into the environment and then the the chemicals are found in animals, in people. That's bad out of these straws. Yeah, pa- I
0: mean, newsflash, paper straws are horrible for you and the environment. I mean, if you actually thought a paper straw was better like i'm sorry i don't know how to like i don't know how to help yeah. you it's a, what do we say hello mcfly like and what do you think they're doing not spraying these what chemicals are holding these paper together paper when paper gets wet it collapses so what are they doing to keep like of course they're spraying it with chemicals this
1: is a no-brainer and the fact that we had to go to
0: belgium to get the answer to this mind boggling
1: Oh, yeah. And here's where I think it's funny. Increase cholesterol levels or risk of obesity out of these chemicals.
0: <laughs> blame the straws. Blame the straws for my weight. I can okay. finally
1: blame the, the straws for my weight. What's next? Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, good things, oil and gas success in Texas and New Mexico. What does it mean for renewable energies? Let's go through this one. This one's got stats out the wazoo. In the Permian right now, USA makes 13 million barrels per day out of the Permian, Uh, 90 uh, BCFD out of the Permian. That's a lot. It's a lot of gas. Um, Uh, Yeah, man. Pull my finger. The the, the real question is,
0: have we reached peak? When's peak Permian production in your mind? That's the real question. So it's 13 million a day. Producer, if you can go and fly those two first top two charts off oil production and natural gas production. is it at the top, Stu? Have
1: We reached, I don't think it? so. Do you think we I think see there's more? A, I think there's still a lot more in there, and I think that there's new technologies coming around the corner. I don't think we've seen peak yet.
0: You don't think we've seen peak five and a half million out of the Permian? Love that. That's what over uh, it's like 30 40
1: percent of the all the oil we make. It's crazy. It is a ton, dude. Now, when you sit back and take a look, there's some other things in here. Texas, the number one state, has 4.6 times more crude uh, production than New Mexico. Texas as a country was number fourth in world oil production. Go Texas. Uh, Renewables production is less than 7% of total energy production in both states, meaning oil and gas dominates, as expected, um, the Permian for the energy. But Texas, as a country, ranks number fifth in the world with wind production. Wow.
0: Texas is an example of how both wind and gas should play hand in hand. Now, to be honest, now, I have my issues with ERCOT. Of course, everybody does. They're not that smart. But there is something to be said about Texas is on the path to making both of them work.
1: Right now. Later on in the article, it says the reason that Texas has gotten so good or has such a base is because they've been doing it since 2002. And Governor Perry is the reason. And I'm going to throw this out. We're scheduling him and Mm. Alex Epstein. We're coming up with both Mm. of them. They haven't talked Mm. to each other in a long time. We're Mm. sneaking that bad dog out there. We got Mm. both of them coming on the show. Love that. Love that. All right. So you sit back and take a look. Texas does it right. Our energy costs are half of what California is. You can have your uh, renewables. You can have your nuclear. You can have your coal and you can still do it right. You can have it all. You can have your cake and eat it too. All right. And I'm not going on a cruise, by the way. Yeah, No, I trust me. We're not scheduled. We're not <laughs> scheduling an energy news
0: beat cruise. Trust me. We will not be scheduling an energy news B cruise. Can you imagine
1: um, anything else in the news portion, Stu? Close us out for the week. Oh, no. Uh, just have an absolutely wonderful Labor Day uh, weekend. And uh, we just appreciate everybody as we get geared up for it. Listen to us. I mean, if you're out there and you got to ignore your wife, I mean, you got get a little extra time please tune in like okay. us subscribe and have fun
0: smash that like button as we would say but I'll close us out with finance here Stu. we actually saw markets up about 3 tenths of a percentage point S&P traded up to about uh, 4514 that's 3 tenths of a percentage point Nasdaq up 15462 that's about um half a percentage point for the day mainly buoyed off the back of a weaker dollar um and the fact that uh our 10 year yield dropped about uh 3 uh 2 quarters of a percentage point um Oil drop. Oil was really range-bound today, 81.63. We had a l- interesting... You know, which comes off the back of a Interesting EIA crude oil inventory Stu, we thought it was going to be 11 million Barrels according to the API that dropped On Tuesday, yesterday, Wednesday We found 10.6 million barrels So API basically spot on There, but that's a pretty, pretty big Number, Um, even though Reuters analysts Only expected about three and a half Million uh, barrels, so I wonder who them talking To, They're probably talking to Goldman Sachs Um, So, <laughs> you know, probably talking To their analysts to get their numbers, so Just off by a little bit, that's mainly what I think it's kind of helped prices on the back end, you know, Chinese economy is still kind of hampering overall what's going to go on with oil, but a strong uh, draw from the EIA uh, storage reserves is going to help keep that pricing up. As I mentioned yesterday, really uh, everything's kind of all quiet on the western front um, from oil, uh, from in terms of oil and gas news, um you know, you know a lot of just, you know, a lot of Press releases are just announcing, oh, it's, you know, new board member. It's, oh, we're presenting at this conference. It's, oh, nothing too spicy there. I, you know, as obviously there are things in the works uh, per usual cycle, uh, we'll see what decides to trickle out, Stu. Um, as we close the week up, Stu, what should people be thinking about going into this weekend?
1: Don't do any trading. Trading right before a holiday is bad news. Even though we don't give investment advice, I've always lost my most money right going into the holiday.
0: <laughs> we don't give investment advice. So, (laughs) all right, guys, well, with that, we'll let you get out of here. Check us out tomorrow Stu's gonna be dropping Well, Who do we got
1: tomorrow On the podcast Stu On Friday um, It depends on who comes Out of production first But we got a few good ones I'm hoping that it is um, Patrick Moore uh, oh, and, Dr. Patrick Moore Dr. Patrick Moore So it's uh, That one is pretty crazy Yes We need
0: we need to probably Drop Patrick Moore You'll hear the weekly recap On Saturday I'm um,
1: Covering the top segments
0: From this week So we appreciate you guys Checking us out um, But with that guys We'll let you get out of here Appreciate again You sticking with us Through the end of the week uh, Enjoy your week Again, have fun listening to Energy Newsbeat. Have a great day, guys.